Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast. My name is Seven Bailey, and joining me today is Zap Hudson. Today we are previewing Wolverhampton Wanderers. Now, this is an incredibly interesting club to talk about today. Um, they are the championship winners from last season, and but they're not like any other typical championship team. Uh, they're run or partly run by super agent Jorge Mendes. He is a Portuguese uh, agent. He runs a lot of the players that are actually on Wolverhampton. Uh, he has this incredibly ambitious club where they brought in a lot of Portuguese talent last year. We'll talk about those players in a minute. And they, you know, and he brought in a really interesting manager in uh, Nuno Espirito Santo, who is a former Valencia manager. And this team just completely dominated the second tier of English football. I mean, they came in first place with 99 points. Uh, they scored a unbelievable amount of goals and they were playing incredible football along the way now they're in the premier league this year it's the first time in a long time since wolverhampton has actually played in the premier league and expectations are kind of high for this club i mean you know why don't you take it away zaf tell us a little bit about this squad that uh wolverhampton has yeah i think it's going to be really good for the premier league itself it's going to make it a lot more entertaining uh especially since the last couple years the teams that have scored the most in the championship have not been promoted. So you get both Wolverhampton and Fulham, and the, it's just going to make the Premier League a lot more entertaining this year, I believe. Yes, yes. And like, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go for it. Keep going. Well, and as you mentioned, another funny like little tidbit is that um, you mentioned about the Portuguese players. I think they have as many pl- players from Portugal as the top three in the Portuguese league, the top, top three teams in that league. So it's, uh, it's obvious that the coach really knows his team and his players. And they just brought in Rui Patricio. And I think their goalkeeper would be like the one uh, like chink in the armor that they could have. And they just filled it with the number one goalkeeper in Portugal. So like they have not been wasting this summer. And I think they're definitely ready take on the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, we have players like Ruben Neves, Diogo Jota, Ivan Calvillero, Leo Bonatini. I mean, these are all like really high pedigree players or players that were playing for top clubs either in Portugal or in France. You know, it's a very continental club. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, you know, Ori, who is also one of the podcast producers and hosts, has been talking about Wolverhampton this whole summer as like, they have made so many smart purchases on the market that it seems that they're not going to be one of the teams that get relegated. I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's great. I mean, they, let's, I'm going to go over some stats. Diogo Jota, who was on loan from Atletico and he was just purchased uh, for a permanent transfer, had 17 goals from the wing. Bonatini had 12 goals from the center forward position. He had six goals from Ruben Neves. And I mean, he was, it was more than just the goals. He was just so influential in the final third. And as a midfielder, he could connect the defense and attack. He was almost like he was a number 10, but he played very well as a box to box. Um, They've also made some great transfer arrivals. You have Raul Jimenez from, I think he was from Benfica. He's the Mexican striker. He's six foot three. He's huge. Uh, He's an incredible striker of a lot of talent. He didn't get a lot of game time in the World Cup, but maybe they could have used him. He was probably underutilized. But uh, you also have João Moutinho, which uh, he played at Monaco for many years. He hit those game-winning penalties in the Portugal run to the Euros, uh, to the Euro Championship. Uh, You mentioned Rui Patricio. There's also some rumors that Andre Silva, who was playing at Leicester City last year, could 
in fact, join Wolverhampton, which let's just keep adding more Portuguese influence to this team. Yeah. And uh, you have Treore from Middlesbrough, who once used to play in La Masia in Barcelona. Uh, he never made it, and he's kind of a hit-or-miss player, but that's another talented player that could join his Wolverhampton squad. Now, it doesn't even seem... it's I, I can't remember the last time we spoke about, or anybody has ever spoken about a, you know, a, a promotion team that could potentially challenge for the top 10, maybe even a Europa League place. What do you think about that? Yeah, it, I think that's a very interesting thing to, to tackle because I honestly would put them above Leicester next year just because Leicester have gone down in quality and they have not really taken this next year very seriously, it seems like. But Wolverhampton, like we've been talking about, have absolutely brought it this summer. So I think they'll definitely be in the top 10 and I mean it might be too much to say Europa but somewhere in there I think I would put them around like maybe seven or eight at least yeah, I mean, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like, I'm, we, we'll get to the real uh, predictions part later in the podcast. It's mm. just I, I do want to talk a little bit more about uh, Nuno Espiritu Santo, who is a very talented manager. Now, he was the manager of Valencia that that year where they actually had a, a really great run in La Liga. I think they came in third or fourth. They beat Real Madrid pretty famously, and uh, that ended their 27-game consecutive win streak or something like that. And he, you know, he coached Mustafi, he coached Otamendi, he's coached a lot of really good players at Valencia, and now he comes to the second tier, or he used, he did come to the second tier of English football, and he just dominated. And, you know, we've had this, you know, you got to look at the promotion teams and see what kind of coaches they have now. You have Cardiff City has Neil Warnock, which is probably a reason why, as we mentioned in the previous podcast, or whenever you listen to this, the Cardiff City podcast, uh, where we don't think they're going to do very well because we just don't think Neil Warnock is that good of a coach. Uh, You've got... Uh, Fulham, whose coach is also more or less, he's good, but it's not exactly to the same pedigree as Nuno. Nuno, so like mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to think that this Wolverhampton team not only do they have a continental manager with a lot of experience, a lot of track record for success, but they also have the players around them that are young, hungry, and probably more than capable of taking this team to bigger heights. Now. Is there one player that you want to focus on a little bit to tell us a little bit about, or maybe you think is going to have a breakout season in the Premier League? And you know, maybe they had a great season last year, and they're going to have an even better season this year with all the the you know the the exposure they're going to get. Yeah, let me think about that. Well, they're definitely going to um, focus on Jota. He's going to be their main man. <laughs> Bonatini might break out this year because. Um, He's gotten a little bit of playing time, but as a striker, he can really take advantage of that uh, beautiful Wolverhampton attack. So I think he can bang in a lot of goals. I don't know, like I don't know if I could put a number on it, but uh, you know, maybe like at least ten goals, maybe up to fifteen or something like that. that that's it, still pretty good. I mean, it, most prim, you know promoted teams can't even get past ten goals for their top goal scorer. So if Bonatini can get ten, that's going to be pretty huge. Yeah, he'll need the minutes though. He'll, he'll somewhat he'll he'll need to garner the trust of the the coach, which you know he's he's a very like you say a very wise coach. He knows his players very well. So I think um, Bonatini will be, and then like Neves, he's going to be so exciting to watch not because he's always attacking but like you never know when that sensational goal is going to come out you just watch his highlight reel and it's like the most beautiful touches from way outside the box that you cannot even imagine so like 
you won't get a lot of goals from Neves, but he's going to definitely make a lot of the uh, like top goals in, of next year, I believe. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I hope so. I mean, he's such an exciting player. I well, you know, let's pour let's pour a little bit of water on this thing because we know that Wolverhampton is really talented, and I I really want them to be a success story in the Premier League because I think it provides an interesting model for future promoted teams to potentially do really well. But it seems to me that the one weakness I think we could probably identify is that they're not super tight at the back. Now, yes, of course, Rui Patricio is the number one for Portugal, and he's a very talented Portuguese uh, goalkeeper. But their defenders kind of leave a little bit to to the imagination. Now they did make a couple signings. Willie Bully, who's a center back, he you know he just comes in. He's a very physical center back and he's quick, but he doesn't really have a lot of pedigree to him. He's kind of a. They're hoping that he's a you know a gem, a diamond in the rough. But probably pull it all together. Hopefully. Yeah, exactly. So like I, with Van Dijk, hopefully. Exactly. So I you know we got it's a kind of a wait and see with Wolverhampton now. The question that I'm I'm getting to is. Do you think that Wolverhampton's attack is just going to be so good that it will hide all their defensive defensive inefficiencies, or do you think that their defense in the Premier League with so many quick and excellent attacking teams might actually come back to bite them? Well, I mean, I wouldn't sell their defense too short because I think they got the, the the most clean sheets of any team in the Championship last year. That's true, um, but you know, it, it's always different in the Premier League. You know, in the Championship, yeah. you're not facing Liverpool and Mane and Firmino <laughs> and Salah. You're gonna you're you're facing Norwich and, and teams like that. Yeah, definitely. So, ooh, you know, you're right. We've been talking a lot about you know, like Jota, Bonatini. Um, these players are always offensive players. They have nothing to do with the defense, and these are the best players. So, yeah, I don't know if it's it's gonna. Teams do not really get distracted. If you're gonna face United, you know they'll just wait, wait, wait. Make sure you don't score a goal and then hit you on the counter. So, like, you might find some very low-scoring games just because the Premier League defenses are so much more superior to to this game. But like, with, obviously, when you find when you're against maybe the lower table, lower in the table, like uh, maybe Newcastle or somebody like that, then they will definitely come out on top, and their defense is as good, if not better, than than Newcastle's, I believe. So, you know, it's really a difference between the top 10 and the bottom 10. It's a totally different kind of way of looking at it. I think that's fair. I mean, I, all right, we could go all, through all 20 teams in the Premier League yeah. and just see which team Wolverhampton has a better attack than. And I think if we did that, we'd probably find out that Wolverhampton probably has like the seventh best attack in the English Premier League, probably even better yeah. than Everton. But, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because... We have a lot of high expectations for this team. Clearly, let's we'll, we'll go into the we'll, we're about to go into where we think they're going to land. But I, I do you think it would be a bad thing for the Premier League if Wolverhampton has an incredible season? They come in seventh, they make it to the Europa League one season after being in the Championship. They use they spend so much money to buy all these Portuguese players. Of course, there's probably some under the table kind of dealings with Jorge Mendes who. You know, he's an, he's an agent first, but he's bringing his players to a specific club. You know, maybe there's some illegal uh, dealings happening there. Do you think this might be a bad precedent to set to other teams in the championship or lower league, lower table Premier League teams? I don't think so, because I don't know. Have you, have any of those things been confirmed or are those like all No, no, no. That's all rumors. It's just, it's, it's also kind of like, well, he's a super agent. Like he gets things done for other players and he's bringing all Mm -hmm. of his clients to one specific club. It's almost like the Jorge Mendes 
super club that he just brings all his clients to. So maybe there's an unfair advantage in the marketplace. But again, you know, he's he's not working. He's working with a clear bias towards the thing that he has a financial yeah. stake in and all that kind of stuff. So I don't necessarily there's nothing confirmed. Obviously, I'm not trying to say anything. There's criminal happening, but it's an interesting kind of precedent that maybe super agents might actually get more involved with specific clubs so that they can get more of a financial stake in the rich leagues like the Premier League. So do you think that this might set a bad precedent if they have a great season? Or do you think that's just hogwash? It doesn't matter. you got to win no matter what. It might be just more personal relationship with Santo, um, the, with the agent. I don't know. I don't really know about that. But, <laughs> it's okay. We know. don't have to get into it. It's just, it's something that I, I'm curious about because there's such a, it's so crazy. Wolverhampton wasn't anybody until last season. Mm-hmm. And they right. made all they these great purchases. These amazing signings and they just exploded and yeah, won the, won the league just like that. Yeah, exactly. So I, so it's it's interesting because we'll, we'll have to see how they perform. But uh, we'll see if it, if it actually does set a precedent. Uh, obviously it may right. not, but it, you know, who knows? I think part of it would be just personal relationships, like I said, between the agent, between uh, Santo, just like with um, with Klopp, uh, Klopp. You know, he kind of he creates a really he has a lot of really good connections, especially to the German league, and he everyone loves to work with him. So I think it's more of just you know relationships, uh, chemistry. And I really, if that's more the reason why this agent is doing so well with Wolverhampton, I think it's great because then it uh, it encourages a good working relationship among agents, among managers, among players. So I think it would uh, encourage people to act more. Uh, how would you say, just more professional? Yeah, I think that's fair. So let's get a little. Let's talk about our expectations where where we think they're going to land. Now, I think. I'm going to go pretty high. I, th- I honestly think they could challenge for the Europa League spots. Maybe it's too soon, but I don't think they're going to finish any- anywhere lower than 11th, and I think their highest is potentially 6th. Like, if Everton has a bad season, I think they could totally <laughs> take their spot. Yeah, yeah. Who knows how Richarlison would do, really? <clears throat> yeah, they exactly. They really are banking on him. But uh, what do you think? Uh, I think they'll definitely be the top of the promoted teams better than Fulham better than Cardiff more complete in that way <clears throat> it honestly my opinion sounds a lot like yours almost like just six to eighth would be that that same span sixth if they're really lucky yeah you know that, well that's the thing we got to watch the season to see how that's going to play out but Wolverhampton Wanderers is definitely going to be one of the top stories in the Premier League this season uh but for that I think that's the end of our preview. I think that was pretty. I think that was pretty succinct. I think we talked about everything we needed to talk about. But uh, please continue listening to this feed as we continue previewing all the other teams in the Premier League this se- before the season starts next week. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys soon.